All right, here we go. It is episode 79 of the OG's podcast. Where he is, Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. Brought to you by the Fudge Kitchen. What's going on, Harry? We got a great guest today. Yeah, we do. We got no Eagles game this Sunday, so we figured we'd have to step it up a couple notches on the on the guest um, selection. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, we had to go, like, the, the philosophy of go big or go home. Right. So we and went play, big. Play the hits. That's <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him in here right now. We don't have to go through this whole histrionics of bullshit and all this. No. Stuff. You follow him on Twitter at Mike Miss 20. Is it 25? Yeah, it's 25, right? Mike Miss 20. Is that his favorite number? Let's let's go uh, to the man himself and ask. It's 25. Not my favorite number. There's a very interesting story behind that, uh, which I'll open with. But th- first of all, thanks for having me on the Odd G's podcast. <laughs> I feel honored to be on the Odd G's podcast. <laughs> Um, the Twitter, uh, people ask me this all the time and I always say it was an honor of Ben Simmons, but it has nothing to do with Ben Simmons. It's just the number I picked out because the fanatic, because I was tweeting a lot of political stuff, mm. tried to disavow themselves of me and demanded that I take the, cause it was Mike miss nine, seven, five. Yeah. And they demanded that I, that I drop the nine, seven, five. Wow. And they demanded that I drop the, uh, the logo that I had, I had the radio logo in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the real, that's the way I went to town. So I picked the number out of the air two five. Well, you wow. should have picked 94.1. Mike missed 94.1. <laughs> I really fucked with him. <laughs> now that would have been something. Yeah. 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 That's just uh, one of the things that happened along the way. <laughs> All the steps of the journey, Michael. Yeah. Uh, they are a plenty. <laughs> yeah. So how are things going with so let, me, let me get this straight. You want me to disassociate myself. In other words, you don't want this radio station promoted, even though I work for the radio station. Right. Well, you, I don't you think ran, they, you basically ran it. You you were the face on the marquee. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I don't think they, they realized that it was just a red ass decision that they made. Yeah. Which is typical of uh, certain uh, uh, companies in this radio business. But, Certainly typical of that company. Are you, so, are you saying they have a lack of foresight, Michael? Uh, I would say that they have a mild lack of foresight. <laughs> well, th- there was some rumors going around about a week or two ago that you might be uh, headed back to the Fanatic. Where are those rumors come from? I don't know, but I heard them. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I can. Uh... I heard them from Harry. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I here, here's what I am. I sit here as an ultimate free agent. People know my phone number. Mm-hmm. If they know my phone number and they would like to have a discussion, um, I would say that I would listen to a discussion. But um, knowing the, the the shape they're in right now and the financial considerations that they would have to give, I th- I would think that that would be very unlikely. Hmm. Very brief conversation. Yeah, <laughs> we're all free agents, really. All three yes. of us, right? Yeah, yeah. My DMs so I have a really, really good cool. podcast now, uh, but nobody knows my phone number, it. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's podcast is uh, is freaking doing great, right? I mean, it's doing we very on. well. Yeah. The Bet Rivers people came uh, right, you know, uh, right after I left the radio, they came in and uh, offered me a really great deal, and I do podcast twice a week and. Sometimes more than that when the Phillies are in the World Series or uh, the Eagles are in the playoffs. So uh, then we do a, a post game almost every time. But it's two days a week and, and a 45-minute podcast. And it's it's just me without caller input. So it's the same right. me without the caller input. And, and no guardrails either. It's, it, radio's like bowling with the guardrails up. 
The guardrails are gone. You can throw a gutter ball now and it doesn't matter. It's true. I try not to curse on it because I don't know. Like I know a lot of people still would listen to it in the car. Maybe they're picking up their kids. So I try to, I try to play by the rules. And uh, every now and then, I'll say motherfucker, but not right. not a lot. Yeah, not gratuitous. <laughs> no, I right. curse every now. Not and then gratuitous, this, but yeah, not, not a lot. But my producer has a problem with. Uh, he he says s h i t almost. Every, he's he's a little rough around the edges. That Darren. Darren. Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dutch from from the old days. Yeah, <laughs> my producer doing a good job. <laughs> he is a little rough around. The he's edges. a little rough around. Yeah, he's like, like a rough little uh, you know South Jersey uh, mentality guy. Yeah. You know? Hasn't spent what enough exactly time does on that the mean? air. What exactly <laughs> well, I, does that yeah, mean? I, South Jersey's a different mentality. Harry. I can't Oh, it is. I get lost every time I go over there. Like yeah, if I don't it, use you know, they're brought up in a different realm. And yeah. uh, I it's very it, Jersey people are very interesting to me. Even though we just were separated by a river, it's completely different. It's like a different country. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. It's almost, it's almost like you went to like New England. It's just so, because New England is so different from here and Jersey, it's so close. Like we all, we're all in this Delaware Valley, right? Yeah. And or we're the in this Delaware Valley. The Delaware yeah, Valley. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we have so many common traits, but the New Jersey people are so different from the PA people. It's stunning. It is. I don't know if the school, all the school districts are the same. Like all the Indian name school districts, I can't I can't differentiate differentiate one from the other. Cherokee, uh, uh, Shawnee, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. They're all. I, 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 it's almost like the same school. So <laughs> it may be, maybe that it might be the same school. Uh, Mike, speaking of the Phillies, I, I did a lot of shows around it, but you know they come back home, two games at Citizens Bank Park, which is a jungle and a very difficult place to play. And somehow they don't win one of those two games. Were you stunned? I already named it the most disappointing loss in Philadelphia sports history. Wow. People challenge me on that. And I go, I know which ones you're thinking of. I mm-hmm. mean, 2002 Tampa Bay loss yep. uh, to the Eagles, obviously. But I go, okay, Tampa Bay was a pretty good team. 93. Like lost to a schmo. Yeah. And, and then the 2011 Phillies that lost to the Cardinals. So yeah. I go, uh, you know, that's a yeah. short series in baseball. But th- th- this – that team stinks that they lost to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they do it. By the grace of God, they got on some kind of a roll and and, and won some short series. But the hey, two things that happened. They went up 2-0. They thought it was over. They go to Arizona. Here was a telltale for me. They had the audacity not to take BP on the field. Ooh. And I'm going, no, this is a different atmosphere, different environment. You got to see how the ball reacts. And you, know, you have to get a feel for it. Why would you not take batting practice? On the field, and, yeah. you know, well, we were, you know, they were taking BP and Kate. That's it's not the same. And I'm going, that's an overconfidence. Yeah. So then they lose two there, and then they win game three. First of all, when they went to Arizona, that that little backup catcher goofball <laughs> yeah. says something about wanting to swim in the pool. Yeah, like, of all people. Yeah, that guy. So so now they, they lose two and they win game five and they go, oh, it's over anyway. We're going to come back in. Here's the thing. You know, this crowd and the the, uh, the aura of Citizens Bank Park is going to carry us. All we have to do is show up. And, and they got themselves in a position where they lose game six and then everything squeezes tight. Uh, they're, they're tight. You your the hands sphincter. on the bat, your sphincter, the, the whole thing. And yeah. you lose your complete mindset and your focus and your discipline on at-bats and what you're supposed to do. And you swing at bad pitches, and you're desperate, and that creeps in, and that's what did it. And it's disgraceful to me that they lose to that team. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine losing to a team that won 84 games, 
and uh, had a, a negative run differential and losing game six and seven at home. It's yeah. to me, it's, it's the worst loss ever. Yeah. I wow. think Philly against Texas would have been a good world series. Yeah. And you know, who, who knows what would have won that? I have a feeling maybe the Philly, I don't think Texas was that great either. To be honest with me. So, so it was a lost opportunity and we know in sports, you keep getting there and you're like, well, we're still good. But things don't always work out that way. Like some mm-hmm. guys get hurt and it blows your whole season. Like this is, you had to take advantage of this. It was the easiest matchup and the easiest way for you to win a world series. And they couldn't beat Arizona. And for me, that's a pain that'll never go away. What would you think of the, what, you know, Castellanos post game interviews and stuff, that whole, that vibe that he was putting out. Like, I thought it was bullshit. He's, um, He's a very strange individual. He's odd. He's yeah, not. He he's is. not the kind of guy that uh, you know, like. He would be the guy like in the locker room that I would just. I was. I was there in spring training, and I just noticed an aura about him. Like he eats by himself. He was on the phone. Yeah, like he doesn't associate with people. Uh, and, and like players will say, he, yeah, he's a different cat. I, I mean, I I don't know what what his story is, but I, he makes it. It's funny because I was talking to John Clark about this. He made every interview miserable. Now, yeah, the, the guy on on uh, uh, Matt Weiner doesn't have to interview anybody, yeah. right? But Matt play. Weiner's thinking, if I throw this thought out, a player in an interview will usually pick up on it and say, it. "Well, Castellano said, well, where's the question?'" Yeah, you know, like, like, why do you have to do? It? Like, I don't understand why you would have it's to do something. Being, like it's that. being a dick to be a dick, right? And and, yeah. he, and he uh, and I don't even think he knows he's being a dick. I think he's just a natural dick. Yeah. So, uh, like John Clark, uh, you know Johnny Sunshine, Mister Wonderful. Yeah, everything's he's great. Like har- he's like harmless in every interview, and he wrestles with him too. He has yeah. legitimate questions. Instead of answering, he goes, "Well, why don't you take that camera and just take it around the stadium, and then you'll you'll answer your question." And I'm going, why, "Why is that necessary?" So I texted Clark, and he says, "It's like a wrestling match every time you interview the guy." Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think he liked him since day one when he ran him down at the airport when he arrived. Yeah, he yeah. took offense to that. Yeah, the guy. Uh, I don't know. It, it, like he he goes hot and cold, and and he killed him uh, in 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 that series. So didn't he uh, buy Ben Simmons's house? He did. That's a problem, right? And he yeah. got he yeah. got really uh, he got really uppity when people asked him about it. He got really That's bad juju right out of the gate. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I gotta be honest. I know the kid's cute and everything, but like there are two things I'm really tired of. I got tired of. I got tired of little Liam. Uh, and I'm Kelsey'd out. Yes, me point. too. Thank you. Right. Oh <laughs> my Over God. Kelsey'd. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, little little Liam, uh, you know, they, they got they got uh, a big ovation at the Eagles game that Sunday. Then they proceeded mm-hmm. to lose Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Kelsey'd out too. Good luck to little Liam. I hope you know the kid grows up big and strong and becomes a baseball player. I think they're going to try to trade him. Yeah, uh, they might. Yeah, anyway, well, that's why he's been passed around a lot. There's yeah. a reason for it. There's always a reason for that. Oh my God, unbelievable! Um, what have you thought so far, Mike, of the the Eagle season? I know you're doing your show post game with uh, Captain Happy Seth Joyner, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's disgusted despite the fact that they're eight and one. <laughs> he, you know, he threw me a curveball a couple of weeks ago. Uh, when they lost to the Jets, and I, I was really hard on on Jalen Hurts, and uh, he got positive. Like I'm going, what? Is, like what happened to you here tonight? Tonight, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He always is. Uh, 
he's always like carpet about what they don't do defensively. Watching a game with him is is really interesting because he'll point out stuff, and he's like really he has good, good acting for pointing out yeah. stuff. Good eye, what they should do, what they should do. Uh, but he yeah, he's he's using a lot of curse words when he watches an eagle game. You can find the mole on the supermodel, man. <laughs> yeah, <can>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's all defensive oriented on what linebacker how linebacker should play and how yeah. guys should play press coverage and all that kind of stuff wow. and he hated gannon last year and i can see why people hate gannon but his defense was pretty successful but he wasn't an aggressive. record in sacks he wasn't you know Seth, Seth's an aggressive guy he grew up in a very aggressive defensive environment with buddy ryan and uh and then he witnessed the jim johnson stuff and he has no tolerance for being soft but he did praise sean desai last week so well, they made Dak Prescott look pretty good. And yeah. Sam Howell has had two of his best games against the Eagles as far as passing goes. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what that Sam Howell thing's about. I can't figure that out. Dak, you just know, uh, is is going to uh, just mess up at the end. Yeah, well, and, putting and, the foot and, out of bounds. Yeah, and, and, he, he, he does that. And they they the kicker kicks about it. They got Rashad Penny back. Like, all of a sudden, I'm going, what? Do they think Devin Hester's back there? Rashad Penny, Penny can't outrun me in 20 yards, yeah. and I'm 100 years old. He's back receiving the kick. The kicker kicks it out of bounds. <laughs> oh and so they, they, they gave them two drives. One was on special teams. They got ripped off the guy's helmet. They gave the Eagles two drives and started the 40. Yeah. They're automatic points when you do that. The yeah. Dallas Hands Cowboys, they, they have a bad cloud uh, over them. They do. And it's called Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> And they made no moves at the deadline, too, no. which I kind of surprised me. Yeah. The, you know, the Eagles are uh, obviously the uh, best team in the NFC. I can't see now that they're, they're going to get through this tough stretch here. I see a couple of losses, maybe, but you know, I'm looking at who could catch them. And uh, there's really no, you know, the 49ers have fallen off the map all of a yeah. sudden. The Lost Lions straight. Are, the Lions are kind of semi fraudulent. I wouldn't expect yeah. it. They, I, I, they could lose this weekend. They're not coming uh, to the link in January and winning a game. No. No, yeah, they need so, to come here and uh, lose before they can you know, ultimately win. I, I like a number one seed for him. Yeah, at this point, Hertz needs to get healthy though. Yeah, well, he's got this buy. I think he'll he'll get healthy. No, it's going to be interesting what Steve Spagnola does because um, he had a really good plan against Hertz. Yeah, in the Super Bowl, uh, but now Hertz. Oh, you mean Spags? Yeah, he's yeah. He had a pretty yeah, good plan against Miami ran, too. I ran into Spags this summer. I was talking to him about that, but uh, he's not such a nice guy, Spags. Oh yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, so uh, like he had that game plan against his mobility. Now he's not he's not as mobile. So we'll see how that defensive game plan uh, changes. I, I think the I, Goddard I the Goddard loss could be big here over these couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, they have nobody right to back them up. Yeah. They, they got the, the Manny Moe and Jack. Go sign Gronk with all the, the respect. <laughs> sign sign Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, should have traded for Ertz. Yeah. Lorenzo Carcaterra is their backup right. who wrote the Bronx Tale. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a contractor. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Well, well speaking ahead. of that, did you uh, did you watch any episodes of Get Gotti? There's only three of them. Yeah. You know, Harry, I'm going on an airplane uh, later today. I just downloaded it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, based on your recommendation. It was pretty I watched good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I, watched, I watched it on the airplane. Where are you going? Me, going to San Diego. Oh, nice. Ah, wheels up. Golf? Yeah, for a couple of days. But I had this bad knee. Now, Harry's going to laugh at me because Harry used to make fun of me when I was playing in baseball leagues way back in the day, which necessitated a back surgery. 
So last year, uh, and I just can't not stay active. I had to play competitively. So uh, last year, I got back to playing basketball. Oh, boy. And I wound up tearing a tendon that connected my ankle to my foot, my left foot. <laughs> so they had it, and it, the tendon detached and rolled back. Ooh. And so for the next week, my foot was flopping. It was like Herman Munster foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I got the, the soccer, uh, uh, the doctor for the U.S. soccer team to look at it. I knew somebody who knew him. And uh, he said, no, you need surgery. So I got that fixed. I was in a boot for 12 weeks. Mm. But I came back to play in a baseball league <laughs> this year. And over the years, uh, I think uh, I've developed, a, a, you know, like a, a constant arthritic deterioration. So now I have bone on bone in my right knee mm-hmm. and I need to get a partial knee replacement after this, this summer of baseball. Partial after so, the season. Yeah. It's a partial. They do partials. Now oh, I have I the one side and the left side of my right knee is the bone on bone part. The other side of the knee still has a gap. So they do partial now, which hmm. is less recovery time, but I have to stretch out. So I, I, I had to buy a first class ticket because I couldn't cramp it, cramp in. <laughs> You got so, that kind of cash. That's a business yeah. expense for the winery, Michael. I, I'm going to try it. <laughs> you going to play golf out there? No, I'm not going to play no. golf. No, no, it's just a just a, a, a mini vacation. Going to see a concert out there, the National. The National. Nice. Are you? Uh, well, you guys don't know about the National. Yeah, you're, I do. Way... you're on the spectrum. I listen. Sorry. To yeah, you're you're way behind the National curve, Martinez. Uh, is is way behind that. The oh, I have. What is that, the national? That, that would never. That would never be his his uh, thing. I'm still. I'm still listening he, to like mid to late '90s heavy metal thrash. Mike, yeah, I know, I know. he wasn't even aware. Mike, a couple weeks ago, when you two opened at the Sphere, and I wanted to talk about the Sphere mm-hmm. and my observation that you two is shot. Like Bono sounds like he's totally shot. He didn't even know what the Sphere was. So no. I'm like, what? Where have you been? He goes, I'm yeah. in a hockey bag. Like he's, he's so <laughs> into the hockey team. He lives in Jason world. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I think of him every time uh, I got Sirius on and I go channels 3536. It's the it, it, Sirius XMU. And then there's uh, the alt nation. And yeah. somehow I slipped to 37. Oh, uh-huh. liquid which, metal. Which, which, <laughs> which is the metal channel octane. Yeah. And I, and I go, how he, he so I sent him like I sent him a Breaking Benjamin song that I put uh, the other day. You, you never answered that. Were you ben, Breaking Benjamin guy? I was not. Were aren't they think, aren't they from Jersey though? I heard of them. They're, they're think, from uh, Wilkesbury. Okay, yeah, yeah. I knew they were pretty close. No, I was never a big fan of them. I, I got stuck like with the three kids and yeah. you know listening to the shit that they like Taylor Swift all the time. I just listen to the stuff that I've always listened to. I haven't mm-hmm. changed at all. Yeah. I think you like Three Days Grace. Like I'll, I'll tolerate it. You, you know? like Nathaniel Ratliff, Mike? See, Three Days Grace and Beckham Benjamin are are metal, but they're too soft for him. Yeah, yeah that's not heavy metal. Yeah. That's metal, yeah. Yeah. like not heavy metal. They're a little cheap. too melodic for Martinez. Yeah, well, I like melody. I do like melody. That's why I love Pantera. <laughs> oh God! You like Nathaniel Ratliff, Mike? Uh, and then and the Night Sweats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, the, the National actually uh, collaborate with them. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. I, no, I know who that guy is. I remember he had that big hit, right? <laughs> yeah. The, Daniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats? Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, seeing yeah, him. Yeah, big hit. But. Yeah. Um, I'm into two bands, right? The National I've been into for a while, but Manchester Orchestra. 
is a band. Oh, yeah. They play them on the spectrum, too. I think you'd like them. Yeah. I'm I'm still stuck. I'm stuck in Metallica land and Pantera land. (laughs) Not a second-level thinker. You need to evolve. Uh, I'm definitely a second-level thinker, but I'm not a second-level on the music thing. I've not not gotten past my initial level of Ozzy and Sabbath. You can't be a partial second-level thinker. Well, I'm clogged. I'm like, the, the music element's clogged. Second level thinker is a second level thinker in all areas. <laughs> well, I, do, I will surprise Harry. I'll, I'll go with like a little looking glass brandy when we open the show. Yeah, it's know? from 1972. Yeah, it's new. Nobody's heard it. <laughs> that's alive today. So that's that bus. Yeah, you know where that's new? Up in Western Canada, where you belong. Yeah. <laughs> Saskatoon. That's, that's where it's, yeah, Manitoba. <laughs> I'm trying, uh, Harry. I send him occasionally, uh, I'll send him a tune. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it once and I go, that's ah, nice. And then I go right back to what I go to. I'm just stuck. I, yeah. I'm stuck. You stunned me when you said, you sent me a text once saying, uh, this XX, uh, you like this XX song. Oh, yeah. yeah I like XX that. Is in my yeah. That's oh, good yeah. stuff. The song from the National that I know is the New Order t shirt. Yeah. That's the one of their songs on their new album. But right. Their the, the big hit that gets a lot of airplay is the, uh, uh, Tropic Thunder Tropic news. Morning News or, or something. Tropic Morning News. Yeah, yeah. Tropic Morning News. They've been around for 20-some years. Yes, they I have. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, Should wow. I put that on my uh, Spotify playlist, Harry? Yeah, first two pages of Frankenstein. is. Yeah, album. great album. Great new album. There you go. All right. All right. I got this uh, DM from a guy the other day, Mike, actually yesterday. He sent this to me at 2.30. He says, um, he said to me, we should drive to Vegas for the F1 race. I know it's hockey season, but let's do it. I said, I wish. And he said, uh, I'd lo- I know you'd love to, but by the way, do you keep in touch with Mikey Miss? So you guys are really good. I email him occasionally, and he writes back. Guy Dave Bowers. Are you familiar with Dave? Oh, I for- yeah, I remember getting emails from that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, hear from uh, listeners. Of, uh, you, my email, you can get me now with the podcast. It's Mike at MikeMiss.com. Uh, for my website. So, uh, yeah, I, a lot of people email me. I love emails. I, I, I'll answer every one of them and, and go back and forth with them. Yeah, that's cool. See, the emails are slow. Guy was emailing me and said he, he got into a, a, a letter exchange, an email exchange with the the, the uh, market manager of uh, Beasley, mm. uh, who is, uh, of course, still there. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he was like saying, "Why is Mike Masnelli still on the station?" And it's and like lies come out, like you know, it's an exchange of lies. Yeah, I, I, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> you miss it? You miss the daily grind? I told, told you, I sent it to both of you guys. I was mentioned on Joey Merlino's podcast. Skinny Joey. Skinny oh, Joey yeah. has a has a podcast, and he was talking about his association with Eric Lindros, which. Was uh what were well, you my you were my producer then Jason mm-hmm. were you no you were WIP then yeah well I thought you were there no I was there but I was, was. I was no a big controversial because I, 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 I wrote a piece in the magazine and uh, like I had a lot of information and it became a big controversy where you know people came against me it was all true I had all these South Philly sources telling me this whole thing but in his podcast he lied about it again and he called me Massanelli. <laughs> Oh, fellow Paisan, he can't come do on, that. Joey. Come on, Joey. Don't make that mistake. Or I'll reveal the time that I took a softball team down to Ninth and Wharton and kicked your ass, your team. Yeah, I've, I've heard that story before. <laughs> they were outraged. Uh, you missed the Daily Grind, Mike? 
At first I did. It's like Angela's going through the same thing. I heard him tell you the same thing. <clears throat> you, there's this void where you used to, uh, you know, the, the day-to-day engagement. And when stuff happens, you want to comment on it. And mm-hmm. uh, you can't do that really in a podcast. It's, it's, it's just uh, too far and few between. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I miss it when there are topics that I really would like to opine on. Right. Uh, Which and, is few and yeah. Other, otherwise, I, I have a really relaxed pace now, and I, I got two jobs that uh, are pretty financially uh, healthy for me, and I got a lot of free time. Free time can sometimes jam you up because mm-hmm. you don't know what to do with yourself. So, like, I do a lot of leaf blowing and <laughs> gardening, and and you know, get and the I get down to the winery every now and then. And I was I was actually uh, uh, part of our uh, picking grapes harvest for the Chardonnay grapes. I, I got down there with the clippers and, uh, you know, you get the grapes and bucket them and then you, you take them to the crusher the whole bit. So that, that was fun, except I, uh, very inexperienced. I didn't know how sharp these things were. And, uh, I nicked myself like five times. So I, I had a call for the medic like five times to stop the bleeding, <laughs> so, but it was fun. like the dude in platoon. Medic. <laughs> yeah. I go, anybody got a bandaid? Nobody in the field had a bandaid. I went, what? I guess I guess you guys don't clip yourself. <laughs> Bring band-aid. It's like you yeah, it's got to be standard equipment when you're clipping grapes. Where is the the vineyard? One guy wearing the Cape May, Cape May Courthouse, Cape May. New Jersey. Okay. Um, and there, there are a lot of wineries in the area, and uh, the, ours is called Natalie Vineyards, and uh, I'm having fun with it. Nice. Yeah. Is it just yours, or do you have partners? Uh, I am a, just a minority. Uh, okay. Uh, partner in it we have a one main partner is an older uh, gentleman who's a ex-lawyer and, and he's the guy who purchased it i was looking to purchase this i think harry you know about this I, yeah like about four years ago it was for sale and i was looking to purchase it at that time i go you know i would have to do almost everything myself and i just didn't have that kind of expertise nor time to do it so i passed on it and somebody else bought it and out of the blue i emailed the guy and i said listen i, I was really interested in buying this wine if you're interested in taking an apartment let me know and he he knew of me and uh he said yeah absolutely so hmm. i bought in it all worked cheap. out yeah nice beautiful you surprised uh the cuz left radio well that was a shocking development yeah <laughs> uh i knew anthony was uh you know looking to do some bigger project so uh he was I, always I, looking to do something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and he I had knew, his hand uh, something all the time yeah and I, I was uh i was in on the, the original meetings of all that uh met with the with the guy who runs it the guy from denver and 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 saw the game plan i mean that is still uh actually an option for me so mm-hmm. we're just kind of like i'm just waiting at waiting it out uh anthony has an idea where we would do a show together so who knows a streaming show well, I, think- I got i got nothing but time i'm the ultimate free agent i could add another show all right um, you know, well, the writing thing would really appeal to you i think right yeah you-, you know i don't know how i haven't written no? so long that I don't know, like probably if I uh, if I got back into it, uh, it would it would come out of me. But I don't really think about writing as much anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Angel, I was talking to Angel about that. He wrote a book in like six months, and, and he said when he when he got in front of the keyboard because he was a brilliant writer, and he said when he got in front of the keyboard, he just flowed out of him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe something like that would happen. Wow. Jeez, the, the guy retires. Like, take a break for a little bit. He just sits down and writes uh, a book in six months, like cramming it like it's a. Well, he, 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 th- he th- thought that the longer he stayed out, the less people would um, 
be interested in it. Hmm. And you know, it's all the time. But the fact that he finished it that quickly is like amazing to me. Yeah. yeah. But but here's the thing about him though. He took a note on everything he did in life. So he like his he doesn't have to rely on his memory. He's got it all documented. Yeah. Like he he documented every segment of every show that he ever did for that long. Wow. And and documented, uh, you know, all the interviews that he did and the, the quotes that he had. So he had already had that in like many books <laughs> that he could just go back. Okay, this this happened this time. He, he just had to piece four it together. Legal pads fu- filled. Yeah, like, he, he, he was, just, was, he was the opposite of the way I did a show. <laughs> yeah, well, he used to say, "If if I need this stuff, I know it's there. If the show takes a turn, then I then." I'm fine. I'll pivot, but I I have to have the safety blanket of knowing I have everything planned if I need it. Yeah. I didn't like, I, I let, I thought freeform was a better way to do it because you, depending on the feedback you got from callers, depending on what thought was in your head, you can let it roll and always come back to the same topic. But he had every segment plan. I can't imagine doing that. All right. This is a 20 minute segment. Here's what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to pivot. And and then, okay. Now after that segment, it's like, I could never do that. He well, did it almost like it was a TV show. Yeah, yeah, know? he really did. Yeah. Yeah. He, during the break, he'd be like, like everybody up. Angelo is a, is a very anal man. I mean, we all know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. He's a great guy. You know. He's he's got he's always on the edge and uh, anal. So that's the way it worked for him. It, the opposite worked for me. Yeah, he would like. I mean, during breaks, he'd be like, "I'm going to do this," and you you know, getting everybody keeping the energy up. At the end of that show, when we were at WIP, and we'd meet with the morning show after. He would fall into the chair. He yeah. was fucking gas. He gave yeah. it all. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Uh, the, the camera doing mornings over at WIP now. He's the, he's the six, six one oh. <laughs> he's the successor to Ange. Like, I, it, that's a stunning development. I, I will say this. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do not understand where talk radio went. Me neither. I, I listen. I guess change was inevitable because when we got in on the ground floor, we did it a certain way, and we all got older. <laughs> so a new, I guess a new regime has to come in. But I, I uh, it just doesn't feel the same to me. And mm. I, I don't want to cut anybody's balls off here, but it's just, it's just different. Yeah, I will say that, I, Mike. I thought it needed to change, but not where it went. I think it went the wrong way. It went to disingenuous hot takes and all that stuff. Like I thought it had a chance to to kind of take the fork in the road to like let's just be real and stop listen, with the I dumb hot takes. You know? Listen, I guess people still listen because the numbers indicate people are listening. I don't think they listen with the same satisfaction though. Just from mm-hmm. the yeah, people I hear, you know, the people I I talk to. Oh God, sports are hey, what happened to sports talk radio? This time, well, you know, yeah, I get that a lot too. Change yeah. is inevitable. What do you think of this uh, in-season NBA tournament, Mike? I'm I actually don't quite looking, understand it. <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Very really? Yeah. I, I do not understand it. I, I'm, uh, I, I don't respond to gimmicky things that try to recreate interest in a, pro, uh, a product that's just mundane. It's just still a regular season to me. And uh, I, I don't know. I, if they were doing it to pump up the interest – in uh, the time when there's really no interest, if they're doing it to to pump up players who are uh, to tap into their competitiveness, that they would bring out their best because 
it's like the, those guys are competitive. When they play a pickup game in the summer, they want to win. Mm-hmm. So if you you put stakes out here that you can win something, the pride thing, maybe that generates. But I, I, it's I'm not that interested in it to be honest with you. It starts for the Sixers tonight. Like this Detroit game is part of the the round robin. I think. Yeah, garbage yeah. game though. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> what's the NBA going to do when they try to drum up interest, but guys get rested in load management? Well, they, they tried to address that, and the guys are like thumbing their nose at it. But they, mm-hmm. they guys need rest two games in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah so, so maybe this is, this is a method to get guys not to sit out. All right, we got something to play for. It's all play now. Uh, maybe, you know, who knows? I saw that Embiid after for the home opener. It was the third game of the year. They were considering keeping him out because of three games in four days. I'm like, he's been off all summer. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was when I went playing, to but... uh, the Celtics game uh, on Wednesday, and, and I'm watching Boston, and they, I know they had a back to back, but I'm watching Jalen Brown and Tatum are, are two good players who you never know when they're going to go in outer space. I really never seen anything like it. Like Jalen Brown was playing on Neptune. Yeah, he was like game, four for 18 or yeah, something. Like, I, 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 so these guys go, here's what the NBA is to us. We're going to get a max contract. We're going to preserve our health. We're going to sit out sometimes. And then we're just going to try to get through the regular season so we can really play in the playoffs. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's true. And they're bigger than the game, and they know it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they've created a system where they wanted to market the stars. It was successful for the league to market the stars. Yeah. But now the stars go, we're bigger than the They run world. the league. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can do anything we want. So these long-term contracts we sign, they don't mean anything because we can just bark at it and get out of it if we want. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and cause trouble. Uh, so I, I don't know if, if they think that's a problem with the league. I guess it is. And it's more successful than ever. More, you know, they've got the, the national TV contracts all, and, and it's the NBA is is a pretty viable product. Mike, baseball took a took a huge step back with the rule changes that you and I debated for years, the shift and the pitch clock and all that stuff. But like, you know, the games were what like nineteen minutes. Yeah, and no, I like I liked all those changes. People say, "Well, you're an old school guy." There's yeah. action. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the change. I like them too. Quicking up the game, like, yeah. I, and the next step is the 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 robotic umpires or the the. You know the the tennis uh, system uh, for balls, and, balls strikes. and strikes. That's going to that's inevitable. That's going to happen. Yeah. But based upon some of the umpiring I saw in the playoffs, it needs to happen yeah. yesterday. The worst My thing could happen to those umpires is they put that box on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shows yeah. them how, how off <laughs> there's, they there's are. A, the whole world. Do that. Where that pitch was. It's a foot outside. <laughs> yep. I can't believe the umpire union allowed that to happen. Yeah, well, they lost their power a little bit. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, anything else you want to get to, Harry, with Mike? What about Penn State, Mike? You, you, I know. Jeez, oh, uh, <laughs> they go got there. Michigan on Saturday. Um, I don't think they're going to win that game, but uh, no. I I have tuned out. I, I know. watched the. I it got invested in the season, and then they played Ohio State, and they weren't even in it. Yeah, uh, and uh, a little disinterested now. That's what so I. It, so it's, it's and and it galls me, and it's always galled me. I've always talked about this: how Penn State fans can just be content with that kind of level, going eight of, and four or whatever, nine and three. Yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, this Penn State website published this thing on Twitter the other day about possible possible bowl uh, uh, appearances, and I'm going the audacity, yeah. the audacity that you throw up. 
the Gator Bowl, the Gator the Bowl, just Bowl, and if they, they just, you know, I'm going like, what, what is wrong with you, people? The Outback Bowl again. Like, Ugh. can't you bathe in in the disappointment of them losing to Ohio State and be disgruntled about it and demand more? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, but they don't, and th- and that's why Penn State is what it is, and they 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 are just happy to be there. They're mm-hmm. content to have a coach who doesn't cheat and says all the right things and, and dazzles you with his bullshit. Um, and, and I go, would that happen at Ohio state? If Ohio state was never in a national championship picture, Michigan, if they were never like, what would happen to those two schools, Alabama, mm-hmm. go down the list, the Clemson are freaking out already. They have been out of the thing. It's been two years. Penn state hasn't won a national championship since 1986. Yeah, oh. like, get, like get close to the final four or get this grumbled about it. I yeah. just hate it. Clemson yeah, has two natties. They're four and a half is a short line. It is kind of but short. I guess they're going to be in this game, but I just can't see them winning it. They just don't, don't have the proper skill players. The quarterback is good. I would have thought they would have been able to recruit dynamic wide receivers will go along with that kid. They really haven't. Uh, their defense is good, obviously, but I, you know, I just don't see them winning the game. And I'm fr- I'm frustrated by it. Yeah, and Franklin will fuck it up at some point too. You know that. Yeah. It's so close. like you get what? You're gonna wait till next year. The running backs will be back next year. The quarterback's gonna probably have another big year next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe next year is the, is the year instead of this year. But I, I kind of thought that they would be a little closer. They got dominated by Ohio State. Yeah, it was ugly. You're right. They're climbing up Dabo's ass down in down in South Carolina, and he's got what twelve consecutive 10 plus win seasons and two national championships in the last seven or eight yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like people, there's no tolerance. A big program should have no tolerance for not being a contender. Mm-hmm. And Penn they should State, fire Dabo and Penn state should hire him. Yeah. Yeah. And Dabo then, was on the Mikey Mitchell one year. Like $80 million to get out of Franklin's contract. Yeah. I don't care. You're not going to do that. Penn Dabo State, came on Mike's show. Penn State's hemorrhaging some money right now, so they're not going to do that. Remember yeah. we had uh, Dabo on, Mike? At the Maxwell Club? Dabo on at the, yeah. at the Maxwell Club. He was good. Yeah. He was charming as hell. Yeah. Did we <laughs> like, have the Alabama quarterback on that? that yeah. Day? Yeah, we did. That was, was – uh, I forget his name. Come on, Harry. He's still in the league. You're back. They re- oh, yeah. Resigned him this year. The kid the guy had the hot mom. Look. He had the hot mom. Yes. The good looking yeah. girlfriend. It was the girlfriend he had. Nick. Oh, no. Damn it. He was with Cincinnati as their backup for a book. Brent, Brent Musburger was uh, was salivating over his girlfriend. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget his name. I do, too. Um, last thing, Mike, for me. Um, I just got to this note from my buddy Raider Frank. He said he ran into you at the Hooters show on, Sat- on Saturday. Oh, at the Keswick? Yeah, I was at the Keswick. Uh, my buddy Matt Cappy, who is a trumpet player, AJ McCarron. Yeah, yes. that's the guy. Uh, Matt Cappy is a guy from Delran, and he's a real famous trumpet session trumpet player. He's played all over the world with uh, with everybody: um, Patty Bell, Jill Scott, uh, Michael Jackson, way back in the day. Uh, so he's toured all over the world, and he uh, was uh, was hired to be one of the three men uh, brass section for the Hooters. It's amazing. These guys that are musicians just pick up on stuff and blend oh, right awesome. in. Yeah. Like the Hooters are going to play two gigs at Keswick. All right. We, we have to assemble a trombone player, a saxophone player, and a, uh, a trumpet player. And mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. They get the three guys that are really well known. Well, they, they have sheet music in front of them. 
uh, but they just like like magic. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm, they just blend in like they've been part of the band for thirty years. Yeah, it, yeah. it's fa- fascinating to me how how the guys can just musicians can just blend with one another. But the Hooters were excellent. Yeah, I, I, mean, listen, I was a big fan of the Hooters in the eighties. Me too. Uh, and Robert Hazard and you know all all the yeah. those bands that came up through the Tommy, 80s. The, the A's. Tommy Conwell and the Young Rumblers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Eddy. Uh, you know, all, all those guys. So so the Hooters were, were excellent. I mean, they haven't lost a beat. Uh, they just got done that European tour. They just came on a big tour. Well, they're, yeah. they're huge yeah. in Europe. Uh, yeah. More, they're well known in Europe than they are here. But uh, yeah, they were tight. The band was tight. Uh, they were David touring with Rick Springfield. David in, who I know personally because he is from Bristol Township. Yeah, he's my neighbor. Oh, is he? Oh, David yeah, he lives is. like 10 doors up the street. Really? Yeah, yeah. Good, good dude. He, Great uh, dude. He wore a T-shirt that said Levittown. <laughs> the you only get that he T-shirt was, was in. Right, yeah, so I was hanging with uh, with all of them after the show. Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty fun. They, they toured with Rick Springfield on this latest tour. That really? guy had one song, and he's still going. <laughs> Dr. Noah Drake on... Um, at the general, general hospital, hospital. Yeah. yeah yes yeah a little stint on the soaps and uh one hit and you're good to go for the rest of your life <laughs> yep uh mike last thing I, I said it was last thing before but i know you had keith jones on the show yes we did um by the way the interview was fantastic well, thank that, you. your conversation with jonesy uh what do you think of that move like that's a weird like a guy comes from morning radio and and the tv booth and is now the president of the team I think he's got the demeanor to pull it off. Like, it, you know, he's got a general manager. I don't, I don't know how, how much he's going to be involved in, in personnel, but I think he is a good front man. I, I, nobody dislikes him. He's got all kinds of contacts. Uh, I think it was a good move. I, I don't know how long it's going to take. This team is so far down that I don't know how long it's going to take to, to you know, bear fruit. Uh, but, you know, listen, they made a move. All right. It was a move that was different. I think most fans appreciated that they wanted to go different. It was kind of a foolproof move because people know these these guys. Uh, I, you know, you know me. I, I was always the why do you hire ex flyers? Can mm-hmm. you just go mm-hmm. in another direction and build a team in another direction? But I like Jonesy uh, a lot, and I think uh, he knows the game uh, well, and I think he will try really hard to bring this thing back. And you, you're a big Danny Briere fan. We had Danny on also. Oh, so uh, I'm sure you have faith in Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look, not many guys that made the kind of dough he did did what he did. I mean, he, he went and ran in the ECHL team. Mm-hmm. Went back he to went college. Back to school. Yeah, he yeah. went to Penn. I tried to book him one day, Mike, and he goes, I can't do it then. And, uh, I'm going to be in class. I go, what do you mean class? He goes, I went back to school. I go, where are you going, where are you going to school? He goes, I went to Penn. I went to Wharton, the school of business. I'm going, yeah. what? You made a lot of dough, dude. You don't need to do that. Yeah, well, listen, I like that path. Yeah. So, so uh, it gives him a, a lot more credibility in trying to do what he does here. It, may, it makes uh, him serious. Yeah. But you you haven't covered the Flyers. Um, they are just not thought about at, at all. No. Um, and and I, I know that's got to be difficult for you, Jason. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not even thought, like nobody ever talks about them. I, I run out, I'm in a lot of circles. Nobody even brings them up. Yeah, and they got. I mean, it, I don't know how long it's going to take to break through that and become viable, where people will actually talk about you again. I was at a game. I told you I was at the game yeah. a couple of weeks ago uh, with that new thing they built up the top of the the arena, 
where the hockey players kind of look like ants down there. When you're up <laughs> yeah. there. Game looks <laughs> easy you from can, up there, doesn't it? You can see the play develop, you yeah. know? Um, but, yeah, it was fun to be up you there. Gotta, I had my first hockey game in a really long time. You got to hope that this Russian kid is like the kid that whenever he gets on the ice, you just yeah. go to the edge of your seat. and he, That's what you got to hope for. But you're right. Like, it's, the last couple of years have been – it's been brutal. It's been tough. Yeah, you and gotta have they, that's that's the, that's the thing now. They got to fight to get back into the conversation. They're not in the conversation. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know how long that's going to take or whether people have patience for it. Yeah. Uh, Michael, thanks for doing this, man. Get your flight. Yeah, thanks this a lot. This was awesome. Yeah, pleasure. How's your golf game, Harry? That's, you know, hit and miss. You know, depends <laughs> on chipping. Yeah, it all comes down to the short game. I can putt, but I just can't chip. Loosen those hands, Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Caress the, I get caress quick the, at the, I get quick at the bottom sometimes. Caress the grip. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how many times, Mike, I go, you want to do the show tomorrow at uh, 11 a.m.? Uh, I'm golfing. Yeah. It's golfing. <laughs> I've, I've, I've asked him three times. Yeah, he's asked me three he's times. Always, he's I, always got something going. Yeah, I have. And it, <laughs> I've adjusted to this life very quickly. Uh, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, ask, ask me how many times Harry's invited me to his club. Yeah. What, what's he didn't like on, my club. He used to make fun of my club. <laughs> I'll bring it in the springtime. That's not a three. Mike, Mikey Miss as a, as a guest at the club will up the stature of the club, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Put that club on the mat. A goose egg. Yeah, yeah old thing. You, you get the cousin out he there. He looks down at my club. Are you kidding me? From up, up there on White Marsh, they look down at us. <laughs> uh, Mike, thanks for doing this. Follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Miss 25. Get the Mike Miss Nelly pocket. I was sending Mike. Yeah statistics about his own podcast he's like holy shit he was like oh you were sending him the stats yeah a while back oh wow they were doing their podcast is doing great i still follow it so um it's in my uh subscription list as well so make sure you follow the mike Masnelli podcast i appreciate that thank you i'm having fun doing it and um and the post game show these podcasts sounds like a lot of fun yeah we're all over the place uh mike and the post game show no plan with, uh, with seth yeah, Seth and Derek and Derek Gunn. D Gunn, yeah. And and a new uh young lady who is uh, gonna make inroads. Uh her name's Kayla Santiago. Oh yeah. Ah. Is, is part of the program. Nice. Santiago. Is that at the Ocean Casino? It's at the Ocean Casino yeah. where we have a collision of giant and Jets fans come down from New York all the time. Oh wow. And uh they're normally they're disappointed and they they they, they leave in anger. <laughs> the jets beat the eagles that day and it was like bliss for him and we couldn't shut him up kayla santiago her death while tragic saved lives (laughs) (laughs) mike thanks for doing this man thanks all right guys all right bye-bye there he is mikey miss yeah program love that (laughs) fun yeah uh kayla santiago you know, I, I got into another TV show. I, I want to run this by. Oh, no. What is it? It's on Netflix. And I think we're on, I think there's like eight episodes. We're on episode three coming up. Bodies. Have you ever Bodies. heard of it? Yeah. No. Who's in this, Harry? It's like a, it's like British, based in England, uh, Whitechapel, which I guess is a part of London. And it's like this crime murder kind of thing. It's, it's But it goes back through like different time periods mm-hmm. within the show. They go to like three or four different spaces of time 
and it's kind of the same story. It's it's pretty unique. It's pretty wild. I, I will tell you this. It's interesting that you say that. The British crime shows oh, they're are great. fucking great. Yeah, they're great. Did you ever watch Broadchurch? Yes. You recommended that. It was a one-season awesome. deal. I watched yep. that. Yeah. And then they had um, Marcella mm-hmm. is another great British crime show. The, the way they do it is so different. They don't hit you like just to shock the eyes. They mm-hmm. shock the belly. Yeah. That's the way they, they, they pull you there not just in your head. Right. So it's a, it's a very cerebral, different experience. Um, I'll have to watch it. Bodies. I'll put it yeah, in the bodies. Queue. And um, what was the other thing I saw uh, this past week? You've seen it. The other one, the Bob Weir documentary. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yes. Are you just seeing that now, Harry? Uh, I think I watched it a couple years ago when it first maybe hit. And because yeah. it, it seemed, a lot of it seemed like I'd seen it before. Yeah. So I think I watched it one time a, a while uh, Bob's back. Bob's great in that. Barefoot yeah. through most of it. Well, I hung out with Bob. You know yes, that. you have. Yeah. yeah. He's a friend. Bob's actually related to, you know, my my family. Is that right? Well, yeah, my well, my cousins, I guess he would be my second cousin, is cousins with Bob Weir. Wow. And that's when the night we went to the Tower Theater to see his band, we had backstage access. Because of that. Through, yeah through Chris and then, but Chris and Bob had never met. They didn't know one each, you know, Bob didn't know of Chris's existence. And when we're backstage talking about all this other stuff, we, we finally, you know, thought like, this is the time you got to tell him. And when he told him, like, you would have thought like, like Bob just got like hit with a bullet. He was just like, Holy, like he was blown away. Wow, that's and then they started crazy. going through the family, you know, who's related, and it was it was wild. Just oh, you got eight Karen and Cookie, you know, you know, little Tony, the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it was wild. It was it was yeah. wild. But that's Thanks, a, that's a good documentary, and um, yeah, I got to tell you, I got to run this by you because I saw this the other day. The Manning cast, you know what that is, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, apparently, the ratings are really down. Why? I, I thought it was I, fantastic when it first came out. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of people did. Hence, the, you know, they renewed it, and you know, um, Eli's it. getting even more commercials as a result of uh, a result of it. And but I think it's kind of peaked. It's played out, is what people say that quickly, huh? Isn't that amazing? Jesus, because the games are typically garbage. The Monday night games typically stink, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of bad football. There's a lot of bad football on Thursday nights and Monday nights. But you would think that with the bad game, that that would sort of save it. But apparently not. Apparently, it's you know, it's all played out. Yeah. Well, you know what the the deal is now, Harry. Things get built up really quick, and then people just lose interest in shit. Yeah. Or on to the next thing so quick, and like to have any sustainability is so difficult now because people have no fucking attention span. Right. None. Right. I mean, it is. But I used to sit through the worst Monday night football game start to finish just because it was football. Well, now, yeah, but it yeah, was I mean, it was also rare. You know, like you didn't have many primetime games back in the day. And I didn't have other options. And now you what can watch every watch? game. You can watch any game you want now. So it's yeah. like, yeah, big deal. Yeah. And, and I don't need to go like now I go like I didn't have YouTube to go. OK, let me go down a, a steely Dan YouTube rabbit hole. Right. You know, instead of watching this game. Mm-hmm. that's what you do now like sure you're on you want to find the next thing to watch that's going to pique your interest here joey b says the new car smell 
is over. It's over, he says. Wow. I put out a picture the other day on Twitter of uh, the the, uh, Sirius XM with Steely Dan on in the in my wife's car in the new Jeep. Mm -hmm. And um, and and I think it was uh, Boston Gary said, is that in the hair truck? (laughs) <laughs> my truck is now affectionately known as the ha truck h-a-r which is the dealership you bought it from right no it's, it's an h-a-double-r oh double r okay yeah, yeah. It's, it's a full-blown ha <laughs> but they're from up in like massachusetts if i remember right yeah i think i looked them up i didn't buy it from there but it must have gone through there at some point right through auctions the, the, and stuff that might have been the originator right of the ha <laughs> so now I every got, time i'm like loading the hockey bag in the back i go Let's go. (laughs) I got the Lulu hat on today. Lulu Country Club. There you go. Great spot. Yeah. Uh, Let's tell the people about our great sponsor, the Fudge Kitchen. Oh, yeah. The original Fudge Kitchen, the official sponsors of Not For Long Media and the IG's podcast. They staple down at the Jersey Shore. You know them. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. They make all their fudge and sweet treats right in the store. Guarantees a delicious product. Stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, not a big deal. They'll ship it right to you. Be sure to check out their website, fudgekitchens.com. You can order it right from there. The original Fudge Kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. And yeah, you got to check out shoreboy.co. Not dot com dot co co not ca for canada harry like no dot ca (laughs) (laughs) or the saskatoon blades dot ca here we go what's this merch wife cruising the local colleges in the willies (laughs) (laughs) buckled she's on her way to pittsburgh today buckled yeah she's driving yeah she's going out with her brother and uh my youngest daughter so oh wow yeah, and when she goes out there, she, her best friend lives out there. Her best friend married my college roommate. I see. And uh, it'll be quite the experience out there, I'm sure. Uh, I bet. Now, did, did she bring her own supply, or, or will she have it out there? Oh, she'll have the box, Harry. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the Justin says about the Manning cast, people like the comedy, but they'd like to hear a little more insight. Um, But tough when the games aren't great. Yeah, it's tough to have great insight on a bad football game. Yeah, it is. You know, with a bad quarterback. <laughs> I mean, did you see that game last night? I, I watched like five minutes of it. Chicago and Carolina. I did oh not see it. Yeah. Oh. Not on that. And then the Monday night game had the Jets. See, they got the Jets in all these primetime slots because they, they thought Roger. Aaron Rodgers was going to be the quarterback. Yeah. They got to pivot. It's a shame you can't pivot from that, but they can't. They they should absolutely be able to pivot from that. It'd be better, for, be, good for business. Yeah. Well. To be able to pivot. I don't, I don't need to see that. That. Jets team now. Well, we got no Eagles this week. So they're like the afternoon, like the doubleheader game is the Cowboys against the awful Giants. I can't watch the Giants. Yeah, they they are just I don't care who miserable watch. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I got I got no Eagles this week and no F1. Well, yeah, outrage. But the F1 comes to Vegas soon. I just saw that they finished the paddock area. Mm hmm which looks really cool. They bought like a parking lot for, I don't know how much money they spent on it, but it was like a big lot in Vegas near the strip. And they made that the paddock. Yeah. They built the paddock and then they're going to have the, that's where the pit lane's going to be. Right. It looks really cool. Yeah. I think the track is going to suck ass to be honest with you. You do? Yeah. I think it's going to, I don't like the layout of it. I, well, I've is it part it of the, the strip? Sim. Is it part of the, the strip? Yeah. yeah. The longest straight is basically the entire strip, which is an absurdly long straight i mean it's gonna be nuts like if you got if you have 
what's called DRS when your rear wing opens. If you're within uh-huh. the second of the car in front of you, at a certain point, you get this thing called DRS, and the wing opens, and that the air goes through it, so you don't have any drag. So okay. you go way faster. It's to aid overtaking and aid taking over a car in front of you. But there's like it's going to be so powerful there, it's going to be ridiculous because the, yeah. the straight is so long. And how long is it? Is it a couple miles? No, no. It's probably oh. it might be like one point two kilometers, so close to a mile. Okay. Yeah. They're doing it at 200, 210 miles an hour. They paid two hundred and forty million dollars for the empty lot. Yeah. Yeah, that is one's incredible. Go coming out of their ears. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a great race. It'll be a great atmosphere. The race is one a.m. our time, Saturday and the Sunday, because they it's Vegas, so they're doing it at um, eleven o'clock their time, local time. Oh wow, yeah. So it'll be one. I prefer actually a one a.m. race start, Harry, to a six a.m. Sunday morning race start. Hmm. So I'll stay up. Yeah, but I will not get up for a six a.m. Yeah, you're 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 the exact opposite clock of me. Yeah, when they're at the uh, uh, Emilia Romagna Grand Prix in Imola, Italy, mm-hmm. I am not getting up at six a.m. here, or the circuit that's the, the Catalunya. Now, do you Spain. DVR? Do you DVR those races? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go back and watch it at my convenience. Hmm. I, I don't need these Europeans determining when I got to get up. Right. Why? Why should I abide by their schedule? No, I agree. I'm with you. All right. Let's wrap it up there. Anything else you want to get to? No, nah, that's it. Yeah, we've certainly said enough. I, I went on with Bruno this past week on his oh, you new did? network. And, and you were requested. Oh. You're, you're a guest that they want to get on. All requests Saturday night, Harry? Exactly. Let's Bob Dantana dance party. <laughs> Bob Dan, the Bob, the, the, the freaking cougars flying everywhere there at Michael's oh, yeah. Cafe, Harry. There you go. <laughs> it's like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, No Eagles game. We'll be back next week. And uh, thanks to Mikey Miss for coming on. We really enjoyed the conversation. And we'll be back next week. We'll tip into episode 80. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, everybody.